Welcome back, Bannock folks. You're watching another episode of Bannockdotes, a podcast that holds it down for the underground sound here in Ontario, Canada. And I'm your host, Phil Paxton. Thank you for joining me today. If you're new to the show, what we do is we bring people from the local Ontario music scene, whether it's promoters, photographers, or musicians themselves, and get them to showcase what they have to offer that's helping propel the local scene forward. And while they're here, we get them to tell some of the wildest, most entertaining stories they have from being around that band culture, working with bands, being in bands, because let me tell you what, everyone's got a good band story. And this is the show to hear all of the fun stuff here. If you aren't already, follow us on our Instagram. That's at Bannockdotes. That's where we do all our updates, all our clips, you know, who we have up on the guests this week. All sorts of stuff like that. Leave a comment down below for the algorithm. You know, subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't already. Speaking of which, we hit 100 subscribers. I think about 105 right now. Thank you so much, folks. I appreciate that a bunch. Let's try and get that number to like 150 now. I mean, I know I got quite a bit to go, but I let me tell you this. I'm really thankful that I'm already at 100. Let me, it, I love it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Leave a comment below. Like, subscribe, all that fun stuff. I know you hear it from all the YouTube videos you watch, but we do DIY style here, and we can really use your help. It actually helps us quite a bit. All right, let's get into some shows, because there's lots of shows going on in Ontario, and uh, this is the show where you can hear all about it. If you have a show coming up, send it my way. Send, send me the flyer so I can like actually flash it real quick, and uh, we'll get into some shows. First and foremost, though, this Friday, that's this Friday, two days from now, if you're in St. Catharines or in the surrounding Niagara area, I need you to do me a favor. Come out to this rad show that we're putting on. Banecdotes and Indoor Shoes are putting on this show. It's Crywink. And they're coming all the way from the UK. It's a silly name, but they put on some rad music, and it's going to be a good time. The community are playing. Our friends in Redcoat, who are on this week's episode, they're playing Drifter, and a homie from mine from high school, John Lepp, he's opening up the show. It's going to be a good time. If you like folk acoustic acts, this is really what you're looking for. And let me let me tell you this, this is kind of like the first show that we're kind of setting things off here in Niagara. Like, I want to see everybody's faces out to it. It's going to be a good time. Get your tickets at NiagaraWarehouse.com. If you're in Toronto that night, however, Sneaky D's is putting on something. They're with Send the Ravens with Matria, C-Noto, and Seagrave. And that's at Sneaky D's. That's if you're in Toronto. Go check that out. If you're in Etobicoke that night, The Rock Pile are putting on a show. Jaegernaut, Sequential Fear Tremors, Old Time Moonshine, and Dawn Valley. That's going to be a good time. I can tell you what. Saturday, March 26th, if you're in Hamilton, the Doors Pub, they're putting on a show. Snakes, Twin Banshee, Torch, and Flesh Guzzler are all playing. Shit, that's going to be a good time. Cold Shoulder are doing a tour with a band called Flashback from the west side of Canada. They're a really cool band. They got like a new metal style to them. If you haven't checked them out, definitely check them out. They're starting that tour off in London at Rum Runners. And then that's on March 20 or 31st. April 1st, they're in Toronto at Hard Luck. April 2nd, they're in Ottawa at the Dominion Tavern. And they're ending that tour April 3rd in Hamilton at the Absinthe. A bunch of cool locals are playing those shows. So definitely, if you're in those areas and you like hardcore, 
there's no reason why you not should be going out. It's gonna be a good time. Uh, Trench Lung and Gouge Out are doing a run of shows together. That's on April 1st. They're going to be in Ajax at Rotitulous. Uh, April 2nd, they're in Guelph at Jimmy Jazz. And then April 3rd, it's just Trench Lung, and they're playing Windsor at the backstage. Friday, April 1st, if you're in Hamilton at the Casbah, B.A. Johnson's playing with Sons of Butchers and Thundercock. Saturday, April 2nd in Hamilton at the Absinthe, we got the Penske File, Sweet and Lowdown, and OK Swimmer. Teeth are doing a run of shows. April 6th, they're in Hamilton at The Doors. April 7th, they're in Toronto at Sneaky D's. April 8th, they're in Ottawa at the Dominion Tavern. April 9th, Montreal at Le Fufu Electric. And then they're ending that tour in London, April 11th at Rum Runners. Make sure you go grab your tickets for that. That's going to be a good time. Saturday, April 9th in Ottawa at the Mavericks. We got Scorching Tomb, Gland, Cruel Fate, and Leprosy. Holy shit, that's going to be a good time. April 15th, Friday. If you're in Toronto, go to the Hard Luck. You're going to see Loose Teeth perform their Wormwood release. And that's with our friends in Rust, Still Numb, and Strange Limbs. Lastly, Saturday, April 16th in Hamilton at the Doors, we get the Gavel EP release. Holy cow, it's finally out. I'm looking forward to that. That's presented by Off Leash and Heaven. And uh, Mile Ender playing that, Die Alone, and Still Numb. Holy cow, guys. So many rad shows. So much stuff. So please, don't tell me that the scene's dying. Because it's going. It's buzzing. And here are shows to tell you that it's happening. So if you're in those areas, go support your local band. Because let me tell you what. There's lots of cool shit happening in Ontario. Speaking of cool bands that are happening in Ontario, we had Redcoat on this week. And they came down and they tore up the whole Bannockdote set. We had a great time together. The whole band came on the show. It was awesome. Uh, we snuck them in real quick to just kind of help promote the show that's happening on Friday. And uh, we had a good time. Chris is the first official returning guest. I'm sure he's stoked about that. Uh, and then we had Josh and Corey. Yeah. You know what? Let's just get into the episode, folks.
We were gonna do like a green screen at the space. And yes. Just throw super easy, right? The porno footage behind us or something. I don't know. Anything we want. Yeah. You can't, you can't do that. Pizza Sharks already did a porn themed thing. Damn it. Are we at that show at Bones's house? Oh, but what? Which one? There is. Oh, they had like a there porno. Was a shark, there was a shark show, and we had two movies playing because, like, remember how like TVs and VHSs and yeah. shit like that were kind of our aesthetic. On one screen we had Ratatouille, <laughs> and on the other screen we had clown porn. <laughs> <laughs> I think I remember. Yeah. Did you do that at Detour it was, ever? It was harsh. Was I think that? I remember seeing that at Detour. No, we played all kinds of different stuff. I remember we played the Knack Roof, and we we had. Uh, David Bowie's The Labyrinth, but it wasn't the main movie, it was the second disc, like, commentary. <laughs> <laughs> With the close-ups close oh, yeah, of we David left, Bowie's bulge. Yeah, we just left the audio playing, so in between songs and stuff like that, there's always noise happening. You don't have to worry about, like... That's great. Alright, folks, welcome back to another episode of Banked Oats. My t-shirt of the week is The Holdouts. They're a rad band from Niagara. My band, Fuck yeah. hanging out with us, we got Red Cow. Woo! It should, you can introduce yourselves if you want. Squeeze no. World! <laughs> Wait, yeah, I mean, I've already I've already been on it, so for those who listen, it's Chris, Corey, Josh. Right on, and yeah, like, you just, and we got, yeah, the new edition Fucking of Red Josh. Josh. Here we are. The this new is guy. A big, this is a big deal. So yeah, you guys just finished recording at Schoolhouse. Yes. It was a full length, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, like no. six songs. We don't know what the release yeah. is going to be yet. Okay. It's eight songs. But yes, we, we went to Nick's studio. Yeah. Um, really cool setup. I mean, it was weird because like, the live room has no heat. No. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. It was cold when you guys were so, there? Of course, doing lots tracking. Of, lots of space heaters, and um, we had too many going, and it would just cut the power cut out. Cut the power out. That's a thing that happens. Yeah, exactly. And, like, have you ever been in there in the dead of summer? Because it's the complete opposite. It's just first sweat box. There. I, yeah, I can imagine. I prefer that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's tough, though. Cause, it's like uh, our space, too. It's the same thing. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. either freezing cold or... You just got to play with it. How was that? How many days did you guys do in there? Like, do you spend, like, a Two. week? Two days, and you're banging out eight songs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Holy shit. You guys must have been prepared, obviously. We, we, yeah, yeah, so, <laughs> Josh has been, uh, Josh has been kind of, like, unofficially with us for a couple months now, like, what, a few, four? I don't know, since early, I, I Time know, is a mystery during COVID, last year right? or something. But something you've been playing know. with Red Cow. I played with them Our last show. fill in, yeah, at the beginning of 2020. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, we did a show with, uh, it was with Hearts. Heavy Hearts and anyone anyway from uh, from the States. And that was, uh, yeah, Josh fucking nailed it. And I've kind of been, like, harping on him ever since to, like, just do it. Things happen. You know, like, you're in a band. And uh, we, for the record, you know, it's Corey's brother. Like, we love Riley. It's nothing, you know, things happen. It's right. basically kind of what, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, like, we, uh, we've been working on these songs, like, I think I sent you a couple of the old demos of like two of them. You know? We featured one of the two. Bleed me out. Bleed me out yeah. on uh, one of the new music of the months when you guys released it yeah. last year. Uh, and yeah, yeah, you know, I really and you sent me the stuff yesterday. Like you guys haven't put the the vocals on it yet, no. but I really like what it sounded like. It's actually I was just talking to Kyle about it on the way here. Reminds me of uh, Silver Chair. Like uh, like frog stomp like uh, yeah. <laughs> and and and, uh, and like we I, which got me started talking about Sir, uh, Silver Chair like uh, although they were certainly in the grunge scene they weren't in that Seattle scene though. no you know they, they're from Australia 
normal Australia. <laughs> um, I mean, so is Bush, right? Like, um, there's really I didn't know Bush was from Australia. Bush X, yeah, they're uh, they're an Aussie band as well. It's weird how that stuff worked because, like, you know, um, if if it wasn't for like Mud Honey and like the Melvins and all that stuff, like you wouldn't have. But it kind of like grew, and you know, when Alice in Chains, I think was one, was them or Soundgarden were one of the first ones to get kind of notoriety. And then they would bring, like, Mookie Blaylock, who was Pearl Jam at the time, mm -hmm. on tour with them. And then they would have, you know, Alice in Chains or Soundgarden would open. Like, so they would all kind of, like, intermingle um, and, like, a scene. They would, like, support each other. Yeah. Right? So, weird. Weird, right? <laughs> like, fuck. Um, no, so that's kind of how all that shit happened. But then, you know, that becomes, like, the sound. And, you know, everything... I'm still convinced that, like, every modern alt band that's on, like, hits or, you know, alternative radio for those who are listening to outside of St. Catharines or Niagara, um, it's all just ripping off Alice in Chains. Right? <laughs> well, like, I just... mean, why would you not rip off Alice oh, exactly. in Chains? Like, Jerry Cantrell is the riff lord. He's the riff lord. Yeah, supreme. Like, I actually someone, arguably up there with I.O. I, I answered yeah. someone on Facebook today was like, name, like, a record from the 90s, front to back, that, like, is real good. Dirt. Yeah, that's, that was my answer. <laughs> that was my answer. Yeah, like Dirt, Alice in Chains. Dirt. And there's a lot of good answers there. Oh, yeah. 90s had a lot of good music going on. Most of the but. primary releases by those bands, like 10, uh, Nevermind. I mean, Bleach is still front to Ble back. Bleach music, But, like, good. major label releases. Bad Motorfinger is one of the first ones. Okay. Great, you know, like, uh, Super Unknown's amazing. Mm -hmm. um, like, it, it's just, it's unparalleled with a lot of stuff that kind of came out in, like, the late 90s. And Silverchair was... You know, 95, 94, I think. So just, like, again, gets big. All these bands are, like, the thing. And you've got these 14-year-olds that write a song. Yeah, they were young, yeah. I always forget about that. Yeah. Daniel Johns is 10 years older than me. <laughs> yeah, wow. Like, that just puts things in I mean, I'm old already, but... <laughs> right, like, yeah. yeah. So how old would he be, like, 43. Oh. But he's in his 40s. You understand when you look at like Eddie Vedder and all these guys that are in their like 50s or sometimes 60s, depending on the guy, right? Or they're dead. That's exactly. the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how'd you, like, so you guys obviously had this stuff written before you went in the studio. How'd you keep that momentum going? Corey and I wrote uh, a few of the songs, and then literally the first day Josh came to jam with us, like, like this synchron, like, literally ritual, like, we wrote, uh... We don't have any of the song titles. We wrote one of the songs, like, literally, like, he comes up with the bass, Corey starts fucking jamming, I start playing a riff, and then that was the song. I think it was when you were, like, tuning or, like, fixing your amp, and me and Josh were just messing around with something, yeah. and then it ended up being, like, we're like, yep, oh, there's a song, in, like, <laughs> ten minutes. Yeah, and there's, like, several other ideas that we just had, like, in the works, too. Like, yeah. just yeah. from that type of thing. That time. We just show up, and everybody has a good time, and, like, don't take things too, uh, too literally. Mm -hmm. It's like ideas are always changing, right? Yeah, yeah. Like I like that we don't get like hung up on the way something's sounding or like try to make it oh, be a certain sure. thing. Yeah. So like I don't know anything about Silver Chair. Yeah. <laughs> we're obsessed. We're, Corey we're, and I are obsessed. I, like, we're giving you like, a is, test right now. That yeah. is that is not the like '90s music I <laughs> like got into. How old's Daniel Johns? I don't know who Daniel Johns is. Yeah, you're probably like. He's literally At least the prince of Nine hundred real Daniel Johns human beings. Like probably nine hundred people at that age. <laughs> well, but I mean, you, like, like we all, like all of us have, you know, we 
we all grew up in like a in some sort of scene. I mean, like you and I are like are from a similar scene. Mm-hmm. Josh is kind of adjacent to that court. Like it's you know like it's like I'm the old fuck. You're the second old fuck. Yeah. No, Josh I'm, is the yeah. third old fuck, and Corey's the baby. But everybody, there was always bands that were around. I mean, like there's bands that Corey's aware of that I probably don't know, and mm-hmm. like adjacent to everybody else. It's yeah. kind of the same story. Yeah. So like. Um, there's always going to be uh, things that someone like Josh was showing us like these abstract, like eighties songs that I've never heard. <laughs> what was that oh, band? They're awesome. That like Oasis. Catherine. Wheel. Oh, Catherine. Wheel? Yeah. 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 From the nineties. Like an alternative rock fan. That, and that's more your wheelhouse is like that kind of, I don't know, but it's similar, it's similar to what they like. It's just, that's just what I happened to find. Cause I navigated that way into it through like shoegaze bands yeah like, like my bloody valentine right yeah, yeah. So just like to that. say like yeah you're i know you're a huge fan of that. i like that stuff yeah. more but it's yeah. still like the same because it has the same spirit of it like yeah my bloody valentine was so loud like i yeah. wish i wish that i could go back in time and see them just blasting <laughs> right like same thing with those bands like just the power Corey, did you play in a band before red cap i played in a couple yeah uh, it's actually funny how me and Chris met. Let's I was go, like, let's talk about it. I was like a fanboy almost, but of Redcoat. Yeah, nice. well, Redcoat and pretty much every band at the space at that time. So like Heavy Hearts, uh, oh. Camper was there at the time. Oh, Pather. Yeah, There's Pather. like six bands. Mm-hmm. So I was in a band called Homesick, and we, oh, we nice. had a show where it was us, Redcoat, and Chastity. Yeah. And um, we De- had re- was that Detour. Detour. Yeah. yeah. And we had recorded with Dave before that, so that's when I kind of got to know Redcoat and, like, all the guys at the space. Like, Chris and Justin were always in and out, like, in the space while we were recording, so I was a fan of all those bands. Um, and then when we opened up, I remember we get there. I was, like, 16 at this time, like, 17. Like, I barely, I barely, I couldn't drink. Like, I, I did not know how to play drums either. Like, sure. I, I was a child. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I remember getting there. I was, like, 27. I remember getting there, and I was nervous as hell, because, like, I'm like, oh, we're opening up for Red... Like, it was the biggest thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> and we're about to play, and, and uh, I forget who the sound guy was. I think it was Jeremy. It wasn't, it wasn't Eric. It was someone. They're like, yeah, so you guys can start setting up. No one brought a drum set. Oh, that's the that's the greatest, yeah. So, I think, us. yeah, you guys... Yeah. <laughs> Got in their we, van, drove back to the space <laughs> to get this drum set. Was, yeah, our drums at that time. Uh, uh, that show, it was Davis. It was Davis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait to, to open up to yeah. this band. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> our bassist at the time had to go and go all the way uh, back to Virgil to pick mm-hmm. up the kit. And then we came back. And yeah, it was fucking... The funny thing about that night is, so, like, Jamie and Justin came from Hearts yeah. to watch the show. And uh, they got <laughs> Justin's car got towed in the parking lot. In the like outside, not the parking lot, just on the street. Like okay. they were parked in a spot that I guess you yeah. can't. Yeah. And uh, the ticket is still at the jam space. <laughs> so I look at that ticket and I go like, Oh, that's the day that I met Corey because I remember. Oh, funny. After, yeah, because after that show, like they played, <laughs> and then we played, and then Chastity played, and after the set, whatever. Like I'm, you know, going back to my van and. And I see Corey just like hanging out with his buddies. I'm like, hey man, like good fucking, good fucking set. You're, uh, and I meant it. Like you know, the thing when you go to somebody after a show, you're like, all right, good set, bud. Good set, bud. Right? Yeah. Like I have to kind of like establish the no seriously. Yeah. 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 When you add that part of it, like you actually mean it. Yeah, I know. I, I'm very much the same way when I like I do see a band and like you, you stop and say, you know, good set. But then I try to get into like be, like more details, like. 
oh, I really like that third song. I really like what you did. Just to, like, know that, like, you know that I was listening. And, like, I'm not yeah. just trying to say that because I need your aunt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, okay, yeah. who's, who's yeah. the gear shirt guy tonight? Oh, yeah, yeah. We had a TikTok joke about that. But I remember when you guys brought the kit Kitty. back. Do you guys allergic to cats? No. Okay. No. That's my cat daughter. She might chill. When you uh, right. when you guys brought the kit back, I remember like Dave brought it in, kind of like just put it all over the stage, and it's like, okay, like have fun. <laughs> and like again, I'm 16, whatever how old I was, I didn't know how to set up a drum set, yeah. so I MacGyver my way through the setup. Duct tape. Like three three songs in, the rack tom starts falling over because I didn't extend the legs far. Oh, the tempest kit was so. I'm trying to too. hold the the. As you it up while playing and I'm like looking like someone please come yeah like Davis like please <laughs> and then that just made me nervous but it was all good and now we're it's all good now we're here and it's all good here we are and I begged Chris to let me in his band I got a couple messages <laughs> from you no no lie because I mean Dave and I like you know the, our, obviously as the original representative of Redcoat we've been through a lot of iterations and um, you know a lot of it's been on good terms for the most part. Uh, but yeah, Dave and I just kind of, you know, he was too busy. He had too much stuff going on. Santi, kind of the same thing. Like he had, um, you know, the bleach bath stuff going on and moved to Toronto, um, and was kind of like, all right, well, I guess I'm kind of starting from scratch. And I put out a post on Facebook, very vague. Cause you don't want to be like, you know, oh, my band needs new members. Yeah. yeah. Like just looking, you're know, auditioning. You know, no, yeah, that, no, that's, that's the weirdest. Fringe is fun. Yeah, I just like, like hey, like who wants stuff. to jam? That's all I put out. Just, yeah, who wants to jam? First message I get from Corey, and I'm like, like hey man, let's fucking hang out or whatever. And uh, you know, he's he's my second brother. I already knew all the songs. He is my brother. You, we're cute. brothers. You're, you're the girl to my Hawkins, bud. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's talk about some Ontario bands. Is there any Ontario bands that's caught your attention? I mean, I'll leave it to these guys. You've been on the episode. You know these ant. You know these questions. <laughs> Any Ontario bands been catching your attention within oh, the last man. year or so? Anyone caught like pop up new or? Yeah, um, I know a guy named Omar. His bud or his band Bud or Buds. I'm not sure what it is exactly because yeah. he has two handles. It's like Bud or Buds. His bands. That's a sick band name. So, <laughs> but they're sick. I think they're playing their opening or their first show either tonight or tomorrow. What kind of music do they play? Rock. Nice. Just general rock. rock. You got yeah, a band like rock. Buds. Oh yeah, but it's good. That could be like a pup band, yeah. Too, that's right? true too. Right? Yeah. One one word band names. I mean, I know we're guilty of that too. But. Yeah. <laughs> any 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 bands you think Where's of? Soft, is Soft Cult from the area? Soft Cult, yes. We, we I just recently discovered them. From so Chris. I know very good. I know they've technically I guess been around for a bit, but there's a band from Hamilton called Soft Soft Cult, um, that one of our buddies messaged me and he's like, "You guys would love this band," and. Listen to it. They're fucking sick as hell. Um, they, it's your buddy from... Yeah, I think my friend Brent is playing in that band. Yeah. Uh, he was in Courage My Love. I think they were Courage My Love previously. Yeah, okay. But the best way I can explain it without coming across disparaging at all, because I always compare things to other shit. I'm, just I'm the I, same way. I'm that's the how same I, way. Yeah. It sounds like uh, Room With A View by Happy Hearts. Okay, yeah. But if there was like a female singer... Oh, cool. It's it's got the same vibe. What was that name? Soft. Soft, soft cult. cult. Soft cult. Yeah, soft. very very chill vibe. So shout out to you guys. I know 
You probably have no idea who the fuck we are, but that's all good. <laughs> um, no, I, lo- I love when a band tells me a band that I've never heard of. Let's play a show. Fuck you, Jam. Let's jam. Yeah, no, that that's super cool. Mm. Uh, also, There's a band called Big Lonely, too. They're from Burlington, I believe. I don't know if they're still a band, but they were very sick. I remember they were one of the first kind of Ontario bands I got into. There's always going to be... And, like, that's the sad thing, even though, like, by the time this releases, there'll probably be another band that just pops out of nowhere that nobody's There will be. About. I can guarantee it. COVID bands? There's probably a million COVID bands. It's hard to keep track of. That's why I do that New Music of the Month episode. Exactly. And I find a lot of new bands do that. And, yeah, even still, when I bring guests on and they tell me, the, uh, it, there's so much music happening in Ontario. That's exactly why I got this show going. Man. Yeah. It's so exciting. Uh, any plans? I mean, other than the release for the new, uh, well, for the release in 2022, I know, like, when this airs, this will probably air either next week. So this will come, this will be before your guys' show. The so 25th. we're finally fucking playing a show. So that's exciting. Last uh, show was January 20th, 2020. Which I also played. Which yeah. you also <laughs> played. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we're pl- you're playing with Crywink. Playing with Crywink. And they're from the UK. From Britain. Bruce. Don't do that. <laughs> and, uh, Bruce. and, uh, what's it? We got Drifter playing. Drifter's playing. And Drifter's John sick. I haven't heard John Lemp. I haven't heard, I mean, I should He's an old friend of mine. Oh, there you I go. went to high school with him. Nice. So, and, and, uh, yeah, we were friends in high school. And uh, it's just, a, it was really cool to reach out to him to be like, hey, bud, I got a gig, like, and I feel like you'd be perfect for it. And, yeah. You know, like, obviously, like, he's like, you grow apart from people from high school. So, obviously, like, we were just like acquaintance at this point, but it's so nice to like reach out and kind of do that. Oh, of course, kind definitely. Of that, yeah, yeah. Drifter, um, I had the opportunity to see um, when Katie got it. Well, Sleepy Jean, like she she's rebranded herself as like a band now, and mm-hmm. amazing, amazing act. It's kind of like this sort of um, like '60s kind of revamp. Um, very, you know. But anyway, uh, so she had like kind of a show going on. Uh, what was that October of last year? Um, I had just shaved my head, so nobody knew who the hell I was when I showed up at the show. Do you want to tell this story? Well, because it was funny. Because with masks, right? Like you're going into the show, and like you know, I had like fill level hair, like yeah. literally. And yeah. I'm yeah. going in, and everyone's like, "Who are you?" And because I'm, I'm like talking to everybody, and I'm like, "I'm like, oh fuck, what the fuck happened?" Like, yeah, whatever. Anyway. Uh, no, no, Drifter was was uh, was playing it, and um, very. I'm sure he gets this a lot, but it is very city in color, uh, reminiscent, but in a good way. Like it's not like it's it doesn't come across as like another guy from like Ontario that's trying to do Dallas. Like he's doing it his own way, and it's mm-hmm. so fucking. It's very. He's a very beautiful voice. Speaking of which, you saw that they're releasing a record. I was gonna mention that earlier. Yeah. 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 Did you see? Did you hear the song? No. They put out a song. Alexis, Alexis on Fire putting out a record this year. I haven't heard this. They're putting out a record. I listened to the first 15 seconds before I got distracted by something else. (laughs) (laughs) The cover is cool. The cover is cool? I thought it looked like Joker. um, Kind of. But uh, it's Robert Smith. (laughs) You think Robert Smith? (laughs) It's very important. Marilyn Manson. Insert guy with eyeliner. Yeah. 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 Kyle even said it kind of looks like that Balance and Composure record art. Kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. The not one, my favorite the, record. The by eighties them. record by them. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, new new Alexis. How do we feel about it? Is it a money grab? You is guys it, go first. Is I'm it a, is it, Do you think it's authentic? How do you feel? I don't think it's a money grab. I think at the end of the day, like they're musicians. Like the you know Dallas Dallas made his money. Um, you know yeah. like and I, if you see this man like 
dude, we all love you. Like, everybody that's... <laughs> every... <laughs> oh, good Lord. One day, well. Everybody in Niagara at some point, especially our age group, yeah. you know, went to the hideaway, mm-hmm. right? Went to fucking see their band. Mm-hmm. We all love Alexis on Fire. Yeah. Regardless of the scenario. So the people that get, like, all uh, butthurt about... Is it a money grab? It's like, no, dude, they're a band. Yeah. 13 years was the last release. That's, that, right? Makes me believe that it's not, right? Because if, if you feel like there'd be a record out, if, if you, if you think there was a money grab, I feel like it's become to a point where they're like, we want to do this again. Of course. Right? And I think, I think, uh, even, uh, you know, uh, George doing, uh, Dead Tire and, uh, even Wade doing, Shout out Franz. Uh, Doom's Children. I think they needed to do those projects for them to kind of be like, it's Alexis time. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, like, their drummer was in Billy Talent for the last, like, three years. That's right. Right? Because so, I their, mean, their drummer... Is, had multiple screws. That's right. Which is, uh, yeah, it's a... Sh- fuck, man. Like, that's... If any of us got that, I would not wish that on my worst enemy. My mom has it. Oh, that's awful. Yeah, it's... Uh, no, it's, I mean, she's, she's in, like, it's a remissive state that right. she's been in for the last 20 years, thankfully. It's very rare that that happens, but yeah, like it's a, it's a debilitating disease. It can cause death in nails like right. when it happens. So, um, but no, at the end of the day, like yeah, like with um, with them putting out new music, I think the nostalgia factor for a lot of people is that they want another self-titled or they want another you know watch out. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. Right, like that song. It it's very. I mean, like. I know we're doing kind of the 90s revival. Like, it does have kind of like a, you know, Soundgarden-y sort of Alice right. in Chains kind of vibe. And uh, and I'm here for it. Like, that's fucking awesome. So, I'm stoked. Yeah. I'm pumped. Yeah. <laughs> you don't seem too pumped on it. I don't know. I just don't really... I don't have the same, like, connection sure. to them like you do. Because I'm, I'm, like... I didn't start going to shows till I was, you know like 16 or whatever mm-hmm. by that time everything had already everything that was sick that was going to happen had already happened i was just catching tailwinds you know what i mean yeah but i don't know there's lots there's there's so much music coming out all the time mm-hmm. that like it's really hard to keep up with everything yeah like stuff i don't know anything about pop you know what i mean oh pops fuck pop music. it's hard to, and like no that, but like there's there, there's some crazy ass stuff yeah yeah, yeah. i wish that i would find it, but it could be overwhelming because it almost feels like there's a new pop artist every week we're at a point every where genre's like that. but i guess yeah i was just gonna say every like, genre is like yeah. that's crazy and that's that's the i mean the the double-edged factor of like the double-edged sword factor of the internet yeah we can do this conversation yeah. everybody that's watching or listening can listen to it right away you know but then uh like from a band perspective it's like you know we're putting our stuff like we release our stuff through just distro kid yeah so we're self-released um, and it's, you know, we pay a fee every year and it's available to everybody at any given time. But how many other people have that? Like mm-hmm. how many other bands are available on Spotify That's and Deezer and, you know, like all this stuff. Um, so it's great that the accessibility is there, but then also the factor of that it's just sorting through so much yeah. to find that band yeah. that you love or that artist that you love. Mm-hmm. And then on the mainstream level of things you've got pop music where it just kind of seems like it's like you're putting it into a cloning facility where everything is like the exact same, you know, key I signature suppose. tempo. But it's all algorithmic now. 
Okay, so getting to that as a good segue, thank you for saying that word, but I'm not going to use it in the same way. But like, um, yes, because I think that there are like certain song structures and keys and maybe even tempos that like m the most amount of people like. Yes. Out of any single one that you could choose, you know what I mean? Like there are formulas at work. So it's like, you may as well just use them and see how many iterations of the same amazing thing you can make, right? Because then it'll probably all be good, mm -hmm. but there'll be some drab and some non-drab. Anyway, I was going to say, like, with algorithms, I think it's tough to get noticed on some platforms more than others. Absolutely. Which so I've been true. finding, and, like, I don't use Spotify, not for any particular reason other than I like to just use stock apps on the phone I use. Sure. You know what I mean? Like Apple Music is made for the iPhone, so I'm just going to use their right. product. Yep. Like it's probably going to be fine. Yep. But when I did have Spotify on an Android phone, I could find local or like unsigned bands way, way easier than through Apple Music. So Yeah. But like I, I like to use Bandcamp a lot instead of the best. as a supplement. To yeah, because right? you support the artist. Yeah, course. there's so much more stuff to find, and Bandcamp's a cool like hub to have for your band if you actually use it. Yeah, do they totally. Do you have physical aspects of it. As What's well, that? So. Do they have a volume setting now? Oh, um, Bandcamp, they do, you have to, what you have to do, this is funny, uh, I don't know if anyone heard that, Kyle said, do they have a volume setting, you have to, so you can't just go to the band page and it has a volume setting, what you have to do is like, uh, you have to log in, and I'm pretty sure you have to add that uh, to your collection, and then there's a little player at the bottom that does actually have a volume thing. Huh. But uh, that's you're not listening to it right off the band page. The Bandcamp Artists app has been so confusing for me. It, the Artists app is really weird. They're, okay, actually, you know what? I, he may not even care anymore. There was a guy that bought every single thing that we put out on Bandcamp. Sick. Yeah. And anytime, if I like put out one song, he'd pay like six bucks for it. Oh, that's awesome. Blaine Albane, I think in Calgary... Thank you, man. I sent you a message on that app. I don't know if you got it because I don't know if that app works or not. Right, yeah, yeah. But it's nice to see that there's like, you know, people that support bands, give mm -hmm. or take, like whatever. I've always said this, like there's always, there's always going to be, um, like if you, if you write the most cringe music on the planet and you're like the worst person, there's still a market for you. Yeah. It's called right? TikTok. Even maybe more No, so. no, I'm just saying like you could be like a... The Wiggles, um, <laughs> and and write something and put it out there, and everyone's like, "This is terrible." But there's gonna be people that are like, "Yeah, I love." Or you this. just get really popular in a foreign country that you wouldn't expect. Or yeah. big in Egypt. Or big in Egypt. <laughs> Egypt, eh? Yeah. We have a lot of likes on Facebook from Egypt. The Egyptians. So I don't, know. don't know how that happened. Nice. That's <laughs> hey, that's a win. We're Sinner's gonna do the what Kanye's doing. With the, have you seen this? You're gonna get Marilyn Manson. To... <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Stop there. <laughs> no, he's got this play. This is ridiculous. He's got this player, right? Yeah. This little like. Oh yeah, the step device. player. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it looks like a, it looks like a wafer from like church that you get at communion. It's wafer. The body of Christ. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it comes uh, with his album loaded on it. Uh, so you have to buy this thing, two hundred bucks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, it's, you said it's the stems. It, it gets you everything and the things on... I'm pretty sure it is the stems because yeah. you can play with the little device and it'll, like, it's like take cross. the beat out and just it'll be, like, his oh, voice. so it's, like, already, like, basically interactive. Yeah, most yeah. Cool. and if he puts out another new song, you have to, like, upload the device to his website. Yes, yeah, so that's what I it can only fit a full album. So what I heard One. was, because I looked into it, it's that's called, crazy. like, the Donda, right? Yeah. Like it's called, yeah. Um, 
Is it true that the only songs you can get onto it are ones that the artist has uploaded to that website? Yes. Okay. So how does Queen know Kanye? Because <laughs> I saw they had... Yeah, they had like... Bohemian <laughs> Rhapsody was on there. You know? Really? Yeah. I wonder how that happened. It's in Freddie's... Uh... No, yeah, I don't, his, I don't Freddie's know. ghost put it <laughs> yeah, up there. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs>
you know what? Let's try to get into some anecdotes. Uh, like I know you've got a hand, you've told me a handful of anecdotes. <laughs> Drunkenly in a show, um, yes. Uh, so yeah, let's roll into them. Let's tell talk some funny stories you have from being in bands, playing shows in the studio. You know anything in between? You want the the Montreal one? Which one? First. Oh well, yeah, we played uh, we played our, our first show in Montreal with Corey. And we get to the venue, and it was, like, right beside, uh... So it was such a weird setup. So in that section, it was kind of like the the Hasidic section of Montreal. Okay. So a lot of people walking around were, like, you know, Hasidics, which is fine. Sure. Um, but then when you're at a show, and then you're there, and then you've got, like, a strip club right next to the venue. <laughs> no, we played on top of a strip club. It was... Was it above or it below? below. So I'm going out to have a smoke, and then there's, like, like, hey, honey, like, what are you... And I'm like, hey, man, or, hey, what's up, you know? <laughs> Um, but no, we go to the venue and first thing is like, I, you know, wanted to, I pack smokes cause I'm like, obviously dying of cancer, whatever. Uh, it was like, Hey man, can I like, where can I go find an Avondale? And he's like, what's an Avondale? And I was like, yeah, it's like, can I, can I like, like, I just need to buy smokes. He's like, what, what do you want? I was like, I, an Avondale. What is this Avondale? Like you, he's like, we were saying, cause we're from Ontario. Like, fuck yeah. you. They're calling us Americans too. Right. Sure. And then you said corner store too, and they're like, we don't know what that is either. Yeah, I was so like, like, smokes, and he's like, ah, dapanye, dapanye. Yes. Yeah, and I'm like, what's that? And he's like, ah, it's right literally, literally three doors over, and I'm like, thank you, like that's all I wanted. You know, it's very minuscule. It went from but... being so like intense to like I thought we were gonna get jumped because Chris wanted to smoke to like, oh, right down the street, buddy, no worries. Like, it's literally <laughs> best friend, literally down the street. <laughs> it escalated quickly. Yeah. Yeah. basically and you, that's where you could get all your booze there too that's true man and you know what it was cheap yeah it's... when hellbent first went to uh, uh montreal or like quebec in general we uh stopped at uh what is it what is it called a debt like that yeah that, sorry i'm being that's <laughs> i have the worst french accent uh we it stopped really off there and uh there. we got these things called uh johnny bootlegs you ever heard of these they're like a little they're like not very, not very big, like short little bottles, malt liquor but flavored. So it's like it's like a four loco. Yeah, but so we and we got a ton of them and we yeah. drank a bunch of them and then like ever since we ever went back to go back because for a while I think you could get them now in Ontario, but for a while you couldn't get them in Ontario. So like anytime we had like a show, it's, it's like, like Moon Johnny Bootlegger. Yeah, dude, I want that now. Yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, like, the only... So, this isn't a Redcoat story, but, like, the last time I went to Montreal, before that, we... Um, it was with Thousand Young, and we actually did the Mount Royal, like, the Montreal hike. Like, we went up the mountain, and uh, we took some edibles on the way up, and we get to the very top, and there's, like, a 70-year-old, like, half-naked guy, like, sunbathing. And, like, our guitar player is just, like, <laughs> tripping balls. He's like, what the fuck am I looking at right now? <laughs> And so yeah, that's uh, that's it. That's basically yeah. yeah. Montreal is an interesting place. Yeah. People yeah, I mean, drive last time weird. I was there was like middle. You of were December. just there. You had he had COVID there. M- middle of December, we definitely don't know if we got sick from Montreal. Sure, but we for sure got sick, and it was most likely Alleged, allegedly. Allegedly, we Montreal all got was COVID. wild, man. It was like mid December, like just half the people around were wearing masks. Even less in certain places, more in others. Like mm-hmm. it was. It was wild, but um. And Josh has the most recent story. We have a, was... we have like when Cawthra went to Quebec the last couple of times. We have a very specific place we like to stay, which is Magog, because and we chose that place because of the description on Airbnb on the Airbnb app, okay. which was like 
come stay in the heart of Magog. <laughs> so like, yeah, okay. It's, it's just threatening. Like, said, but it's really nice. It's a quiet little town. And, like, there's this massive, like, like hotel hostel building where the main floor is, like, community. They have a big kitchen and, like, dining area and also a, like, espresso bar. Oh, and cool. Stuff like that. So you can, like, and, like, little cafe bakery thing. Very good. Always get the food there and the drinks there. And then, um... They have a lot of good cafes in yeah, Montreal, Yeah, and then too. just, like, these, like, tiny rooms with, like, two bunk beds in it. So it's, like, perfect for four guys. Yeah. It's cheap and, like, just quiet there and nice. Nice. Yeah. So that I only have a good story. <laughs> yeah, I, don't have a, I don't have a... I don't have a Actually, in all there. fairness, the best stories for me are from Montreal. I guess I'm second-guessing <laughs> all this. Yeah. So I was part of the student riots in, uh, in Mon like, downtown Montreal. We were playing Pooza Fest, which is still a thing, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I think they just announced like, the they new just lineup. Did, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so we're driving up through uh, just the 401. We see like all these like military like tanks and vehicles driving and we're like we're past Brockville, so we're like you know, there's a there's a base nearby, so that should be fine. And uh, so we end up getting to Montreal and we're kinda hanging out downtown. It was actually the same weekend that we saw the, you know, half naked guy hanging out right and so day one we see like a bunch of people riding on like the adjacent street so like st catherine street is like the primary yeah you know street in downtown montreal and there's a bunch of people and i think all it really was was because they raised uh like student like the loan payments for that's right school yeah yeah because they paid like 10% or whatever and we pay like you know 30% like it was like oh we're raising it to like half a percent and everyone's like no yeah um, so we're like, okay, whatever. And then day two, cause it's like a three day festival. We stayed there the whole time. Day two, there was like cops walking around and telling people not to do stuff. And we're like, Hey, you know, whatever. That's cool. Day three was the most fucked up thing ever. Cause we're walking around and there's like riot cops. Yeah. There's thousands of people walking down the street, like adjacent to downtown, like that area. And, uh, you know, our guitarist at the time is like blitzed and he's like going up to the riot cops and he's like, uh oh. You know, he's like hitting their shields. Yeah. He's like, oh yeah, anarchy, man, anarchy. Oh, you know, no. dude. I, and like Paul and I were just standing there and being like, "What the fuck?" And then finally, one of like one guy just starts like, "Yeah," right. And then they all start doing this, like it's Wizard of Oz fucking shit. <laughs> yeah. And then just one of them throws a gas thing out. Everybody just scatters. Really? Like holy fuck. And we played to, like, you know, three people at a cafe in Montreal, like, that day. <laughs> they so all had was... sore uh, eyes from the tear gas. <laughs> <laughs> no, this was earlier in the day. Yeah. That was the last night that we were in Montreal that night. But, yeah, like, fucking crazy shit that happened that weekend. Um, I think our guitarist was actually part of that. What, Kyle was it? No, the other, our Steve. Steve. Steve? Yeah. The one who smoked your car. <laughs> so we can talk about that one. Sure. Shout out Steve. Thank you to my insurance company. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure he was a part of that. It's funny that you say that. One time I was in Montreal, it was Hellbent was in there. Don't know why or what was going on, but there was some like sh like protesting and riot like police. It might have, what year was it? Pretty recently. Oh, oh okay. Um, like within like I, I want to say like 2019. Yeah. This was like 20. 14 2015 something like that and uh we had to we had to uh, you know the very nature of montreal is like you can't find parking anywhere it's similar to like toronto Downtown so we had to park 
like four or five blocks away from the venue and then like lug the gear, right? So that's always fun. You're literally like wheeling cabs down the, the road. In Montreal, the one place where people are going like, they're like doing a list check and being like, we're going to steal that, we're going to steal that, and we're going to steal that. Yeah. Uh, well, that's not where the story ends up, thankfully. Um, but yeah, some sort of protesting was happening and uh, yeah, they must have, I didn't see anything happen, but all of a sudden while we're like wheeling our gig, it becomes really hard to breathe and hard to see. Oh, and next no. thing you know, we're like, Mace has gone off somewhere. We don't know where. And, and we're just, all you can see is just like the guys in Hellbent, just three <laughs> Hager guys been on tour for a couple like days already. Like, like, and they're, just they were smokers, smokers too. Like, oh, 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 oh. And like, yeah, everyone's like, I can't see. Like, and we're like, what is happening? Like, it was just, yeah, very. Like a scene uh, from a Will Ferrell movie, almost. It, it felt like it. Yeah, yeah. No, and yeah, Montreal. That doesn't. Uh, now that you mentioned it earlier, you were like, "All oh, the good stories come from Montreal." I can think of like, yeah, three yeah. Other, it's just it's wild how that got goes. stuck on transit when I was in for Man and Ghost. Like we went, we <laughs> took the wrong, and like it's a vast transit system in Montreal, right? Like it's like, I think it's like twice the size of Toronto's, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong, yeah. but yeah, like it's just such a weird. You know, we um, <laughs> we tried to get. Uh, this was the MySpace days. Yeah. We messaged this person who was like, you know, you can stay at my place for the night. It's like, sick, whatever. And she didn't give us her address. Really? Yeah. So we're like, where do we go? And uh, so we messaged her and like the internet connections crap, like whatever. And then eventually we get into this weird section of like downtown Montreal and we're asking this person at a donut shop, like, where is this like area? And they're like, like, you know like they're, they they don't speak English and we're like where like where where are we going and they're like I don't know and then great so we just slept in a Best Buy parking lot <laughs> and the elevation right because it's a little bit higher yeah so our drummer at the time had like really bad nosebleeds and it's the middle of summer the van doesn't have any AC um, it got so hot that I just got out of the van and like slept on the floor like on the of a Best Buy parking lot <laughs> on the tarmac. With, yeah, with like a towel over my head just to like hide the sun when it got like light. <laughs> yeah. Andy's like the drummer for like he's no one no one came to check on you like no no this is the best part so yeah so so he's up. yeah so the doors open because I was like half awake door open didn't close it I go lay like on the floor towel over my head like this. Our drummer's laying like this with his head like out the side of the van <laughs> with a nosebleed and there's just blood going everywhere. <laughs> and it's like 8 o'clock in the morning and no one's doing anything. Right? You've got Byron, right? Byron's, you probably remember this story. Byron's hanging out in the front seat sleeping. Pat's sitting in the front seat. Mike's probably passed out fucking in the back somewhere. And like, yeah, I'm on the floor with a towel over my head and like Andy's bleeding from the nose. It looks like there's a murder scene going on and like everyone's like, eh. Just another day. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, fuck. So. Amazing. <laughs> trying to buy a laptop at 8 a.m. Just to see <laughs> all you guys. Just like a crime scene. At the time, it'd be like, where's my iPod Nano? Yeah, you know, yeah. Like. <laughs> Do you have any stories from being like an ism or. Uh... Oh, fuck. Uh, we played a show with you, I think. Yeah. Short Life's played a show with you guys at yeah. Bones' place. So, for those yeah. who don't know, I don't know, Josh played in a band called Ism. Most and, Until you actually band. mentioned it, I completely forgot you played in Cothra as well. Yeah. Um, Second most honestly, influential Ism, heavy band. We were all young and didn't really get to do anything super crazy, unfortunately. But the best thing that we did, I think, was when we got to, to play Soy Bomb for a band called Creepers last show. I didn't really get to know those guys too well because. 
I don't know what, really what happened to them, but like they were like a sludgy like kind of band, and and uh, Soy Bomb was a really cool venue where you like play in the middle of a mini ramp. I've never been like there. a half pipe. Mm -hmm. That's pretty sick. Sounds pretty sick. And uh, the show was weird because we didn't know what to expect, but we played. We opened the night, and then um, there was uh, Animal Faces that played. Um, a rapper from New Jersey called GDP. Very sick, honestly. Shout out GDP. Yeah, shout out GDP. I know you're watching. I know you You got this. I just remember specifically from that set, like watching, and there was this one kid who was in the front, and it was just losing it. Yeah. Like, he was so happy, knew every word to every single song, was just like rapping as hard as him with him. Like it was crazy. And in the middle of the set, uh, GDP lit a blunt and then took a hit, and everyone was like, okay, whatever, you're cool. And then he passed it to that kid. And I've never seen somebody that happy in my life. <laughs> like, 11 out of 10 for a moment, you know what yeah. I mean? Oh, if yeah. he was on anecdotes, he wouldn't stop talking about that story. Oh, for oh. sure. <laughs> Probably. 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 He, he went home and at least told five people on uh, Instant Messenger. GD yeah. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it more, I remember this other show he played in Ajax, I think? Or... Was no, it Roddy? No. Yeah, yeah, the, like the... The venue the where James Space has under a restaurant. Yeah, that's like Ajax. Yeah, and we played there with um, oh, what the hell are they called? Old Wound or something like Old that. Old Wound, yeah, yeah I think I remember that band. band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the singer's like really good at like makeup and stuff like that. For uh, anyway, Brody was playing in the middle of a song and tripped over something and just like, I'm pretty sure broke his ankle. <laughs> like in the middle of the set just he fell fucking weird and like really totaled himself and it was a strange half of a set after that because we were kind of like really concerned about that but also have to perform as like a four piece with yeah the lead cards now yeah uh plagworm played that show too that was, that oh was cool funny. yeah yeah actually sure the last short live show was with ism we played at bones's basement and it was like snake charmer you oh yeah yeah it was like a Christmas show, quote unquote. Shout out to Bones' place. I really yeah. Yeah, I know, I, talked, I know. I did a coffee podcast with my friend Grayson recently. I was talking about yeah. her zone too. Like that, the temple was so sick. Yeah, I missed a, it so much. Cool place. Like the Nothing green, like that anymore. Well, no. the green room is still a thing. I don't think so. I, I should ask. I live three houses down from the green room <laughs> yeah, now. Three doors Are you still running? You still around? Green room? <laughs> I don't Chris, know. Chris, I, I li literally look for the big fucking van down the road. But yeah, no, like that's like the closest thing we're gonna get to like a house place, and um, those were fun. I mean, we, we just saw Butters earlier. Like we did the show. Yeah, we did, we did the show the, for Butters. Yeah, the we, Butters yeah, promo yeah, show. It's yeah, right there. Yeah. yeah, that was a fun night, man. That was. I think I had an ear infection, so it wasn't that fun. <laughs> well, for yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> no, it was a good time. No, like, did uh, Butters yeah. also have an ear infection. Is that what he had? No, she he had a a, a urinary problem. Okay, that's way worse. Yeah, never mind. He couldn't pee. That he sucks. Had, uh, I'll spare the details. He couldn't pee. <laughs> no pee. Zero pee. That was a good show. We, yeah, yeah, that was a really fun show. Every green room show that we've ever played has no always been. No orphans play that show? Yes. It was oh, Heart right. Attack Kids. No orphans. Hellbents. No orphans and us. I think it was the, the set. Was it not? Mm -hmm. Was it? Something like that. Sunny. We played three times. Yeah, I've played four times. Heart Attack Kids played, didn't you? Yes, yes. they did Heart Attack Kids. And Inhalants? That was the other band, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they were the one that had, like, the weird, like, Nintendo yeah. sounds. Yeah, yeah. They're cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're cool. Do you guys have any go-to gas station snacks when you guys are on the road? Or, like, specific fast food places that you need? Corey always gets can a I, Red can Bull. Can I guess Chris's, actually, before you even say <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Sugar-free Red Bull. 
some type of like meat jerky stick. Yeah. Yeah. And ooh, <laughs> like a protein bar. Usually. That's a Josh move. Yeah. No, I'll grab like a Cliff Bar. Or yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Just like ca- just get your calories. Yeah. Like whatever. I'm usually and just some type of drink. You're a Gatorade, Gatorade or a, Red Bull. Like Red Bull. Like, Chips. Chips. Yeah, you'll get like Miss Mickey's. Miss Mickey's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will say yeah. a staple of the road is a, a Tim's Double Double. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Any whatever, coffee at all, really. Josh is our coffee connoisseur. Honestly, the, the new uh, oat milk at... Like, the fact that you can get oat milk at Tim Hortons and get a double-double like that. <laughs> it's like it's great. Yeah, it yeah. Oh, it's, it's fucked up. Yeah, until <laughs> until you're late for a train um, in Toronto and order the oat milk latte and it oak takes milk? nine... Oak, oak, milk? <laughs> oak milk? Can I get the tree bark? No, the oat milk <laughs> latte. It took them ten minutes to make it and I'm late for a fucking train. I'm like, listen, love it, but I gotta go. I'm sorry. Like, I couldn't get it. So I didn't know, I don't know what it tastes like. I'm sure it's great. Sure, it's oaky. Oh, a bit oaky, yeah. <laughs> Professor Oak's milk. Uh, gross. Do you guys have any pre-show like rituals that you do before you go on the show, like stage? <laughs> Smoke darts outside the venue yeah. until we play. Uh, no, that's not. Uh, no, not really. I I get anxiety pee every show I've ever mm-hmm. played ever in my entire life. Even like like high school, like pee before show. I yeah. don't know why. I just, like, I get, like, stage fright. But sometimes that's the anxiety poop. The poop? Well, the poop is a gift. The, yeah. It's not a ritual. It's more of a chore. It's kind of just necessity <laughs> at this yeah, point. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm not going to piss my you pants know, on stage. Like, it's not like I need to shit before I go on stage. <laughs> yeah. But it's probably always a good idea. Um, I always seem to grab, like, two beers before, so, like, and bring it on stage. With yeah? Me. That's you, pretty much you it. You drink beer while you play? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not, I don't, I don't fuck with You don't do it? I'm an after the gig kind of guy. I I moderate. I have I I did learn the mistake of of not of drinking too much at a show. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was last band, I played drums in. We played a house like a bush party, which Fun. like let's bring those back. Like, yeah, prime. Yeah, if we can't get like house venues back and bush like, parties people are, are worried about having people in their basement. Everyone's the getting Lyme disease. Let's do let's ha- let's do bush parties. So but, we build an outdoor stage. Let's oh go. yeah, it was in the middle, it. dude. Middle of Cooks Mills, um, like a stage that was the size of this table and probably <laughs> just this table. Yeah, it was um, the stage. <laughs> this is actually the stage, right? right? And I remember I was so so we get there. And it was a time capsule. Everybody from, like, the old, like, RCHC days were there. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, like, oh, shit, in these one. Yo! Like, you know, just, like, you know, whatever. I got so drunk that I forgot what band I was in. Oh. <laughs> so I'm playing, I'm playing drums, and I'm like, oh, but like, no, I'm in, I'm in a primetime tragedy again. Like, I'm playing, like, a primetime tragedy songs because I'm seeing all these people that I remember, and I'm like, No. It was a mix-up. It was a mix-up, and it yeah, it was uh, it was a bad night. Nice. I don't remember the rest of that night. No. So yeah, fun night though. Bush parties. No one, no one cares, right? No. Dude, there was a, there was like a thirty foot fire. Yeah, it was insane. We played that four twenty one. That was fun. We did play that four twenty one with uh, was in, Gracefully uh, Hayes. Dunville. It was uh, yeah. Not Dunville. No, uh, somewhere out there. Like, Land? No, closer, like more. That Smithville way. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. That was a fun show. Foolproof played. Foolproof played. Oh, cool. Uh, Gladiator played. Yeah. R.I.P. Uh, I, I was going to say, are they still banned? <laughs> no. I don't no. think so. They're always doing something, though. I are think. they? Yeah. I don't think Liam's here anymore. Is he living in Kingston now? No clue. Where Liam, are you, Liam? Where are you? 
Where <laughs> in the world is Liam Courtois? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that was, you know, outdoor showers just have this kind of, like, aesthetic. Mm-hmm. There's just something fun about it, you know. Um, do you have, Corey, you haven't fucking any clothes. You got any stories, Corey? I have one just about being, like, so inexperienced and just, like, what do we do here? Like, <laughs> we played a show in Chippewa, which is where I'm from, and it's, like, it's pretty much this big outdoor party barbecues. Cool. Uh, the fire hall puts it on, so, like, they'll sell beer and stuff. Um, playing in a band called Blind Viewer, which is the worst band name ever. I remember that ever. band. Um, I remember that. I remember, yeah. So we, we were playing, we are like, halfway through the set and our guitar player Jake breaks a string so I'm like okay like he's just gonna go get his other guitar and we'll be fine he's like dude I don't have another guitar I'm like oh I'll <laughs> oh, just like restring it I'll we'll do something he's like I don't have strings so we're like what, like, what do we do he's like I don't know I'm like well I don't know either <laughs> thankfully shout out uh, Nicole Sermonera she plays in a band called Jin. they're like a power yeah there's a show coming up as trio. well you gotta get you should get her on um she was there and she's like, I can just go to like my house, which is like 15 minutes away. So we're literally just like standing there doing nothing while we're supposed to be playing. Yeah. She drives, brings back this like really nice strat. We do like three more songs and we're just like, okay, call it a day. But like (laughs) one of the most, just us looking at each other and being like, what do we do now? (laughs) It's truly only up from that point. Pro tip, just, fucking ride bring it. another guitar i got a guitar swing to the head during a from first to last cover actually nice the breakdown of uh, ride the wings of pestilence oh i love it best right our guitarist is doing like a, this was at eastdale secondary school battle of the bands <laughs> i'm the lead singer there's a video of us doing an alexis on fire cover on youtube still and I've got an Iron Maiden shirt. We'll include the link link right here. Assailing uh, accidents <laughs> cover. It's cringe as fuck. I'm wearing one of those beanies with like the like the oh the brim with the brim. Iron Maiden shirt from like bootlegger, I think. <laughs> you know, and like girls' pants because that's all the tight pants you could get back right. then in like 2004. Yeah, they didn't exist. Right. Um, the footage of me getting hit in the head does not exist. However. That show, yeah, I got hit in the head with a guitar and uh, kept playing. We kept, we did, we finished the set. We did two more songs, went to the hospital and uh, got stitches. It's Nowadays, weird, if that would have happened to Redco, you would probably just what start your stand-up career. Just <laughs> yeah. I would still play. We've had we've had shows where I've broken strings and um, you know you just keep playing through it. Yeah, we're yeah. loud enough that you can kind of. Get by all of the. You don't you need know, all the strings. All no. yeah, you know, <laughs> basically it's just drop D now. Like all the new stuff is mm-hmm. in drop D. So me and Josh are loud enough to compensate. That. Yeah, I can just stand <laughs> there. We did have that. We like when uh, like we played at. You just played there. What was that place in? Uh, Brampton. Oh, Ellen's. Ellen's. Play oh, show at Alex. Thanks, thanks for having us here, Jesse. Jesse, yeah, shout Jesse out. is the ultimate dude. Jesse Elsron is the man, for sure. Um, oh, actually, yeah. Know. Speaking of Ontario bands, Ned Flanders is fucking sick. Never if they're, I, if they're still doing it, they they open for us one show, and it's Jesse Elsron. He does a bunch of like shows in like everywhere, like mm-hmm. Brampton, fucking Hamilton, Toronto. Um, but they're like. I want to say it's like at the drive-in adjacent. Cool. But almost like 
math rocky like yeah. american football kind of stuff it's nice. really it's noise rock it's just, it's just awesome at its peak but yeah very very good band um no we played and like i yeah broke a string and my spare guitar was in the van because i didn't think i needed a spare guitar <laughs> so i'm like be right back and i go leave and riley and Corey are playing fucking uh black sabbath like, and the whole it? like the whole we were playing, the, they start the whole intro and by the time I got back in the I go like bar was singing the song Christmas gather in their messes you know it worked <laughs> out and they had the whole crowd singing it you know that was like one of the only rock and roll moments that our bands ever really had <laughs> other than Rock Search which uh, you know it's another story altogether really there will be more though there will be more uh, rock yeah for and sure more searching. And, and more searching more searching for your rock. Uh, so, I, I don't remember if you answered this question. I don't know if I had it prepped for the show when we were doing it. But, yes. But uh, if you were the size of Metallica, and you guys, are selling, ask this yeah, question. you guys are selling out arenas. Every time I hear this question, the rider. Okay. Right? Yeah. What's the rock star dream rider? What's waiting in your... Uh, oh. Okay, I just want to preface this. you got an unlimited budget. I could probably guess Chris's again. His meat sticks, his sugar for a <laughs> No. So you know the purpose of the you've seen have you seen the David Lee Roth purpose of the rider? No. Why they asked for specifically a bowl of brown M&Ms? Uh, yeah, no. So uh, Timmer actually told me why they do that. Yeah, you, yeah. It's to show that they read your fucking rider. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that yeah. like they're honoring your thing. Yeah. So if that's the case, I want the most obscene, fucked up shit. <laughs> Right? Because why wouldn't you want to have all of that? Sure. Because it's just proving that they're reading the contract and they want you to be the thing. So. Uh, I mean, realistically, though, like, just give me, like, a pizza and just a fucking bunch of White Claws. Yeah. It's, you know. I think as long as it's quiet, I'm happy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like, just a place where it's just chill. Yeah. I, I can't ask for more than that. Are you trying to guess mine? No, I was going to say, we need an Xbox so we could just play chill. True. So we could play chill. Chell? NHL. NHL. You guys actually want to play NHL before a set? Fuck yeah, merc some kids before we play. Get okay. so mad, Mur- get kids. so mad that I want to go on stage and then just scream at kids? Of course. No, Corey's would be, again, probably mine, just a bunch yeah, of... Yeah, pretty easy. Line, some white claws. Some drinks, I don't know. Music. Like a, just a line music. of blow, uh, seven women... <laughs> You know, uh, you know, no one's ever said that. No one's done like the like. I mean, like, okay, like let's be real. Cocaine. If we were, yeah, if we were in the eighties, we would all be like, oh. yeah, like obviously, probably just anything we wanted. An extra pair of tights. An extra pair of tights. <laughs> Le- uh, leopard print. I would obviously. be like ninety pounds lighter than I am right now because yeah, no, of just yeah. living off of just anxiety and cocaine, essentially. Yeah, no, I probably wouldn't have made it to the eighties. I don't know if any of us would have made it to the eighties. I mean, I did. I'm eighty nine, <laughs> baby. Technically. Oh, that is. Count. Yeah, January 89. <laughs> Bleach was released that year. It was meant to be. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> it's Simpsons, too. Seriously, what would yours be, though? Mine'd be like <laughs> edibles. True. Nice. I'm as old as the Simpsons. Some edibles. Edibles. Some white claws. True. A bunch of records. I don't know. I like to listen to music before. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. If they could just give you vinyl at every show. They can just build a collection on it. Dude, just like asking for the most rarest, most expensive. I want the I want every silent like every Kevin Smith pop vinyl. Like just like as as a separate thing as well. Like give me a vinyl record. I want uh give me like a Seosin record, give me like, you know, Mars Volta record, give me like a Soundgarden record, um, you know, freak show, silver chair, whatever. <laughs> um, but then also every show they have to give me a silent Bob pop vinyl. Or just a Kevin Smith variant. <laughs> A pop, like the Funko? Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, give me the Hot Topic one where he's got like the Fat Man Beyond jersey. Give yeah. me one where he's dressed up as Silent Bob. Give chronic. me one where, yeah, Batman, Blunt Man and Chronic. Blunt Man or Chronic, yeah. Right? There's so many. Yeah. Just give me all the variants. Yeah. <laughs> I want Dane Cook doing a. <laughs> I want Dane Cook doing a set in the in the room. In the room, yeah, yeah. I've heard that one before too. Yeah, get a comedian. And just that would be fun actually, like, a, like yeah. a hype man. Get a comedian as a hype man. That'd be hilarious. Chris Rock. That's <laughs> Tom Segura. Not doing the impression. Tom Segura would be bad. I don't think Tom would be into it. No, no, no. Sorry, guys. All right. Uh, let's talk. Uh, I got one more question for you guys. Uh, All-time favorite artist. Give me if you can't. I, I want five. If you can't, give me five. Three. Oh, five. I can do five easily. I can definitely do top three. Okay. I know Corey's. I can I'll do four. I can do Josh's third. I'll say uh, The Cure. Like, or guess Robert Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess... I don't really... No, actually, no, I can't say that. You know what? I'm just going to leave it at that. Just, just, just Robert Smith? Just Robert Smith. Just Robert Smith. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm, okay, all right. So Corey's going to be Dave Matthews. Yep. Motley Crue. No. No? No. Do yours. Just do yours. Okay, fine. <laughs> You've already shocked me enough. That's fine. Uh, but Dave Matthews is. Uh, for me, it would be top five. Queen, Silverchair, Seosin. Oh, fuck. That's so hard, man. Seosin for sure. That was the first band that kind of like... Seosin. Se- <laughs> don't, don't, don't get me started. Give me another three fuck hours. that guy on TikTok. Yo, I hate to ruin everyone's night, but this band's name is pronounced Seosin, and I have proof. Roll the footage. Well, it's like, since nobody really knows the name of the, like, since people can't even really pronounce the name of the band, you know what I mean? Like, we thought it would just be, like, fitting that this is, a, like, it's, like, a grand opening. It's, like, an invitation. And, yeah, can you pronounce it? Say Ocean. You're doing it to get... Dude, Anthony Green said Say Ocean. Come on. He came up with the name. He was fucked up on heroin when he did it. He thought it was, like... Because it was an, it was a Chinese proverb. Say Ocean was, like, the way to pronounce it. And then everybody in the band since called it Say Ocean. Seosin. Yeah. Fuck! <laughs> so, yes, anything... Okay, let's... Let, okay, Anthony Green, to to, sure. to do the Robert Smith version. Yeah. Anthony Green, because that's that's a catalog of stuff. Uh, Mars Volta, uh, Alice in Chains, Pearl Jam, Soundgarden. Nirvana's not there. Nah, I mean, like, they are. They're, like, if I had to make it a top Yeah, if we're doing, like, yeah, extensive. I kind of grew out of... Not grew out of... Not... It's... It's... For me, it's... It's the... the is not even that good. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... They... they, It's such a small catalog to work through. Like, with Soundgarden, you've got a bunch of shit. Right. You know, Pearl Jam has, like, 30 years of music. Even Alice in Chains. Alice in Chains. Dude, you know what? In all fairness, like, uh... The, like... I forget his name, but the guy that replaced Lane. The last two records they've done are pretty good. Amazing. Yeah. Riff Lord status, yeah. like riffs. I love, like, Drone. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the one that we Jerry should fucking play? Yeah, yeah. Jerry Cantrell. Yeah. yeah. If I, okay, yeah, if I could be anybody, be, that, <laughs> that should be a question. If you could be anybody, who would it be? Jerry Cantrell. Who? Robert Smith? Uh, Robert no, Smith. No, that'd be a, that would be a not what, good choice. <laughs> Have you seen how he's aged? He just looks like his face is made of leather. Just, like, don't, just don't wear. Guy. Just don't do the thing. Like you look at. You know what he look. He looks like. I went to a Cure concert. I went to a Cure concert in two thousand and five. And what he looks like now is what like fans of the Cure in the eighties look like now. Because they're showing up in like the like the pirate shirts 
and like the leather pants that like don't quite go all the way up and they've got like the like it's like you know the hairline's back here the hairline's back here and they've got the hairspray like they're trying to do it that's what he looks like now he's st but he's still he's still a boss it's robert smith man dude that voice it's i don't know who i'd be that's like a blink 182 hell of a question the whole band tom you would okay i'm a tom fan <laughs> you didn't give us our, your top five Corey's top five chance. I'm uh, sorry. I'll go <laughs> Dave Matthews. Not in any order. Dave Matthews, Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. Yeah. Pearl Jam. Yeah. Billy Talent. Okay. Yeah. And oh, I'm blanking here. It's Motley Crue. No, it's not Motley Crue. <laughs> Big L. Nice. Ooh, not not a band, but... No, he's a rapper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Cause you, I'll go yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Because yeah. uh, Cornell show up to practice. show up to practice blasting like Tupac or you know Biggie. He's trying to poison the yeah. yeah, literally. You know. <laughs> I, and if I had to be one person, yeah, if, if you had to be. A, that's a new question. There you go. New if you question, had to be one person. Dude, Derek Dave intro. Grohl's the easy answer. I mean, yeah. He's the most fun. That should have been in my top five. I'm a huge Zeppelin fan. I'll go John Bonham. Like to be that guy, but. So he's, you're dead. Yeah, dead. Yeah, you're I wish dead. I could be somebody as, as decisive as them. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean. Greg, Greg Pucciato from hard. Dillinger. Hmm? I, don't, I don't even know who he is. It is a tough question. I wouldn't know, know who Dillinger is. Really? No, I wouldn't know who I would be. He's, he's such a. Man, I'm so bad with James Hetfield? I don't know. He rules. Lars? I wouldn't want to. I don't know if I want to be Lars. You know what I mean? Yeah. Lars wants to be Lars. Yeah. Well, I think we can. Uh, I think we can get to the end of this year. Uh, I just want to say, we don't do this, by the way. We don't do this. It's a one-off. And this is a one-off. We don't rush guests to get in here to put the episode We're special before our the show coming out. We don't definitely don't do them on the weekdays. Never. Ooh. Not in the evenings. No. <laughs> so you guys, uh, you guys got it. It's the third one. No, it's the third. There, there was three there. No. <laughs> Never. Well, uh, if you guys want to. Uh, uh, let the listeners and viewers know like where they can find you on the social media. This is your camera. This is our camera? Yeah. Yeah, because that one's not This one's pointing at me, and then that one's pointing at us. At both of us. Both of us. Yeah. Do it this way? If I just look this way, then it's in between both. <laughs> yeah. Um, Redcoat905 on Instagram. Oh, let's just start it off with everyone who's listening, because this is a quick one. He's clapping. Listen. Listen! If you're in the area, come to Warehouse, March 25th, 12 bucks, right? It's the first show back in two years. Everybody wants to do the thing. Let's do the damn thing. Yeah. It's going to be a fun time. Phil might be singing a song. Phil might be singing a song. I mean, you're, you're featured on a song. <laughs> yeah. If you Phil's not there, then it'll just be you me singing. You're doing that song sick. Yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah, that that song. <laughs> yeah Phil, Phil's going to the show, <laughs> whether he likes it or not. Yeah. Uh, no, but yeah, that, that's going to be fun. Drifter, John Lepp, and Troy Wank. There's another band playing. The are they playing? The Commuted? Were they on the bill originally? They are. I just, uh, I don't, I've never really heard them. So it's going to be a good show. It's going to be good. They're touring with Crywink. I yeah. know that. Yeah. So shout out Crywink because they followed us on Instagram. Uh, Redcoat905 on Instagram. Redcoat905 on most things. I think it's Redcoat Music on, Redcoat underscore music on Twitter. Um, new music. You're going to love it. And when it comes out, be prepared to have your minds blown. And I'm not just saying that. Um, because I do think it's really nostalgically good. Right on. 
And you guys are doing TikTok too, aren't you? Unfortunately, I'm the TikTok Chris representative. Does TikTok. I have. I'll I'll have surface level <laughs> engagement with that stuff. I I have most of the responsibility of Cothra as it is. So right. It's like, yeah. Yeah. I, I've been faced I'm the brunt of one. leveling the cringe content to people. We're just gonna get a social media manager. Yeah. Yeah. If there's any A and R managers or just people in general <laughs> that can tell me to do something that I don't want to do, do it. Message me. Perfect. Do it. Well, you heard it here first. Do it. <laughs> right on. We can end it there.